As a child, Ivy Jacobson spent a lot of time with her father. He taught her how to cook, clean, ski, and play her favorite sport, basketball. All the things any loving parent would teach their child to do. However, all of this togetherness masked a secret that haunted Ivy for years. And now, she is not keeping it a secret anymore. Radioactives, Noel Gaska has more. The first time I saw Ivy Jacobson walking through the halls of our high school, I was immediately struck by how confident she was. A senior, tall, blonde, popular, and a varsity athlete, I immediately labeled her as the perfect girl next door. But Ivy says there was a time where she wasn't so confident. I was very uh, insecure. Um, I had many friends, but I was still really shy and uh, wasn't like comfortable with who I was, like body-wise. During middle school, Ivy's classmates picked on her. One of her former teachers, Larry Palmer, remembers how different she was from other kids her age. Uh, she was uh, a little bit more naive than other kids. She'd had, you got the impression that she'd had a very sheltered life. Ivy's father sheltered her. Ivy was only allowed to have certain numbers on her cell phone, she couldn't have an email account, and she couldn't use the internet. Her wardrobe was even dictated by her father. I wouldn't be allowed to wear tight jeans or um, anything tight or girly. Like, I was always wearing basketball, sports stuff. And if I tried to, like, dress up, because, like, I had to dress up for my basketball games, but when we went to the store for it, my dad would have to be with, and I'd have to try on every article of clothing and get his approval with. And it was just horrid, because I couldn't ever wear what I wanted to wear. But Ivy acted like everything was normal. I was role-playing. I was hiding, you know, hiding behind a story and hiding behind, you know, what my dad was doing to me. What Ivy's father was doing was sexually abusing her from the time she was in the sixth grade. It went on for five years until she told her best friend Maddie during her sophomore year. And I said, Maddie, there's things I haven't told you. She's like, well, what do you mean? And I just like, Maddie, I, like, I don't know how to say it. She's like, has he touched you? And I just said, yes, like he's been touching me. The abuse affected every part of Ivy's life, including the things she loved most, the thing that bonded her and her father the most, basketball. In order for me to get, like, new running shoes or new basketball shoes, like, I'd have to do certain things for him sexually. In an email written to me, Ivy's mother, Jennifer Jacobson, writes that she didn't know her daughter was being sexually abused. Her ex-husband made sure to keep Ivy away from her mother in fear that Ivy would tell her. Ivy says that they couldn't even do things like grocery shopping together. Ivy was terrified that coming forward would tear her family apart, but she knew she was doing the right thing. A few days after that conversation with her friend, Ivy's dad was arrested. Ivy's story is rare. 86% of sexually abused children in Washington state don't come forward. Ivy went on to do something unimaginable, yet necessary for her freedom, testify against her father in court seeing him in trial, I literally felt naked on the stand. Ivy would have to get used to that feeling of intense vulnerability. She would have to testify two more times over the next 18 months during her sophomore and junior year. Finally, in July of 2013, after three separate trials, Ivy's father was convicted of rape and child molestation. He's currently serving his 16-year sentence in prison. After the last trial, Ivy's process of rebuilding her life began. My main thing was to get my body back. I realized, wow, I can go shopping and I can wear what I want to wear. Like, I can be me. And then just junior and senior year, it was totally me becoming Ivy. Ivy. Ivy started to become the graceful and confident woman I saw in the hallway. Soon, Ivy saw herself getting ready to graduate from Lake Stevens High School. 
Out of 500 students in her graduating class, Ivy was selected as one of the speakers for graduation. She had already told her close friends about her past, but there were going to be 6,000 people there. She originally decided to play it safe. So I started writing, and I'm like, everyone's going to talk about like pursuing dreams and achieving, and you know, and that's the ordinary. So I literally like threw away what I'd written, because I'm like, this isn't what I'm supposed to write. Finally, the big day came. I was really nervous. Nervous because I was just about to tell 6,000 people what happened to me. Um, and then when I started like talking about um, this girl I knew. There was this girl. She was manipulated at a young age. She could only wear certain things to school and could only talk to particular people. She was socially and culturally inept. Also, behind the scenes, her father had started to rape her when she was in the sixth grade. She did not know that what he was doing was wrong. Last summer, July 15th, her father was finally put into prison. Where is this girl now? She is standing before all of you. I am that girl. Today, Ivy is working three jobs. She's taking online classes through Everett Community College. She's moved into a place of her own. She's writing a book about her experience, too. She's making her own decisions based on what she wants. Ivy's mom says that if her daughter hadn't come forward, they'd still be in the same awful situation today. After going through so much trauma, she sees her daughter as a hero, saying, quote, She's an inspiration to many, but she's truly my hero. Ivy isn't the girl next door. She's the hero next door. For Radioactive, I'm Noelle Gasca.